We are back. We are back, back. Holy cow. It's been a while. Yeah. So yeah. for those of you listening, we, uh, we did miss an episode release this past Sunday. I did have... Uh, did you have something in the books? And I just... did have someone lined up. Oh, really? But my, uh, <laughs> my illness and inability to sound like a normal person oh, man. caused me to cancel. Secret guest again? Oh, Mike Sahibi was going to... Oh, was he really? Mike was going to come Mike? on. Dr. Mike. Him I'm and Xander. To his, him and uh, Xander are like the top requested uh, I'm, I, like, I want to know hosts. about Mike's training right now because he's got that super fight coming up. So, I know. Yeah, I was going to talk about that and and just, yeah, just Mike's a, like I said, very re- highly requested. I still think Xander. He, if we need oh, a third Xander, host, he's, oh, yeah. he's Captain Fillin at this point. He should be. Well, he, he, I, I reached out to him and he was out of town for Mother's Day. Because this is Mother's Day weekend. Oh, and the, okay. plan well, was to, yeah, okay. and the plan was to record Saturday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I caught a cold and was very congested. And I might sound a little congested still, but I'm all good now. That's good. That's good. Um, how, uh, dude, before we get into our main topic, there, <laughs> I have to chuckle. There are like four black belts and four brown belts on the mats. Yeah. At 6 a.m. now. It, was, it, it went from like, you know, a smattering of people. Sometimes you might have as many, you know, as little as three. Then you'd have six to seven, you know, and a good, you had, you had a good core group. And then suddenly. And then I disappeared. The heavy. Yeah. Well, ma- yeah. Maybe there's a coincidence there. Oh, Chris is gone. All right. Let's go have fun now. Chris is so not fun when he like, runs class. He makes us work in the morning. Oh, Which is ironic because you're, you're like, dude, I just want to train more. And then when you, when you're like, I'm done, I'm out. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> like, comes back. Everybody comes back. So Tommy. You, Kali, Kali, Jim Andrews. Jimmy Andrews. Shout out to Jim Andrews. Jimmy A. So four. I don't think I've ever taken a class where I've been four. four where like, they've been four. It's like you think it's a promotion? <laughs> yeah, I was like, like they're, they're less at promotions. And then Steve Wynn. Yep. Jamie, Brian McKenzie. Yeah. Maybe there are only three. Three, maybe, three, yeah. three. No purples. Matt yeah. Cabrera. Matt. Looking Cabrera. at you. Yeah. So no. And then like Tristan and Jamal. Yeah. And, and there are a couple uh, of faces I don't even recognize. I don't um, know if they're drop-ins or people that only can train it. I'd have to at think back to, I'd have to look at that. Anyway. Photo, but yeah. And then John Hart. John Hart. Yeah, yeah. He's been a regular. So John Hart, he gets all the challenging rounds. Yeah. And, <laughs> then, a, and, oh, and Andrew Darling. He's a friend of Matt Broderick's. Okay. So he's a new, new, new old student, I guess. He's, I okay. guess he's done jujitsu before. Yes. Super nice guy. So Very I looked at that. I was like, dude. And then guess this what? Like Tomorrow promotion. it's gonna be like three people when I show up. Again, oh, maybe. So. No, dude. I, I, I no. I think the gang is back. Is what yeah, the gang is back. It's uh, vaccines. A, everybody's everybody's comfortable. Their spouses. And those are, are the people that I remember. Like those are the heavy hitters when I first started. Yeah. Right. Now, like, now they're like, dodging like, you guys. We, no, so. they're not dodging. Just yeah, like, they're like, yeah, we'll show up at Chris's bullshit no, six a.m. class. It was just like, you know. Guys like Jim were at the front of the line yeah. because they were brown and get ready to get promoted. All these guys. So um, it's cool to see the gang back together. Yeah, it's fun. The I mean, OGs, yeah. my OG, you know, yeah. for me, the OGs, you know. And like, I mean, Tommy, like they're all, you know, they're all, they were the ones who pioneered the 6 a.m. class and stuff. I I filled in after it kind of, you know, I, I didn't want to die. So I kind of took the torch on and stuff and and now they're back i get to just go now train. you can be like i relinquish i can no your, your watch has ended bro it's like game yeah, of thrones of like watch. my watch yeah my watch has ended i can i can go back to just being a student and stuff which so is kind of funny because like the 
the lower belts who are used to my class now, like, like every kind of like looks to me for like, like, I and you're like, no, no, no. Like, G. yeah, Steve Wynn, you know, is like super respectful, you know, and you know, he's been training as long as I have basically. Oh yeah. He's like, he's like deferred to me a handful. I'm like, no, like it's your, Hey man, like you, you were here on Monday. You, you know what the lesson of the week is. Fuck sure. it, teach class. Yeah. Like just let me train. Yeah. <laughs> let me train. Dude. It's, um, it's cool though. So it's awesome. Did you watch Game of Thrones? I've, I've, <laughs> I, I might've mentioned this before. Stacy and I watched because, because everybody had like, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. Right. So I, I acquired it and we watched all of season one, except for the last episode. Okay. And we're like, um, we're out. I'm, I was like, Hey, are you, it's like, there's, there's those shows that are that You got to watch right? Like, um, what was breaking that? bad. She's, she's actually watched that, but, um, orange, the new black. Wait, I haven't, I've not watched that. I've not, you know, like, Four episodes in, I Stacy read the books, and you know, like, hey, I don't, I know you read the books, I know you're like kind of into the storyline and stuff. Like, you, you good if we just stop watching this? Like, you can still watch it, but I mean, yeah. I hope you don't get offended. That I don't. And she's like, watch oh, it. I was hoping you'd say that. And she was like, this is garbage. Like, I'm done. <laughs> and then so the same thing happened with Game of Thrones. We got through, I don't know, was it, let's say it's 14 episodes. Or we got through like 13 episodes, and I'm like, hey. So you did see the first major death? I don't fucking remember it, dude. I remember the little midget like doing something and like he little person. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the the guy, the, the dude who's the the ogre, Tyrion. Uh, yeah, he's the guy who was the the forger in yeah in Tyrion Lannister. Um, yeah, I, I don't, man, I don't remember a damn thing about it. All I remember is just anyway. So, so I, I just remember the production quality just being. I was like, man, this is an HBO show that everybody. Talked well, about. they they started giving him the money after for the first yeah. Season. Like it started going, anyway. Um, Very, I don't know. So don't worry, we're not about Game of Thrones. I'm just uh, saying yeah, this because the the your watch has ended is yeah. from Game of Thrones because people like in that world they can exile themselves or they can be sentenced to exile. Is that to go sit on the wall or the at hell the is? wall? Okay. They're a wall watcher. You know, they're yeah. the watchers of the wall, and they're basically you know they they've given the up everything. Shit, right? They're celibates now and all that. And oh no, I didn't I didn't go that far. Well, my point is, is that <laughs> anyway, so just a bunch of dudes out there kind of just, you know, outcasts, criminals, all that stuff. But is it like a noble duty? Are yes, they it like, is noble. It, 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 it's, I mean, you know, you're saying outcasts and like all these terrible things. And you know, but I'm like, but I'm like, they're literally, they're, they're the, it, the line that's going to separate them from. But nothing had happened both. for so many years. So it's just, it's not like, oh, okay. it's not like there's a, there's a threat. There's this myth of a threat maybe happening, but it's just there. Okay. They've right. been they, they've been sent to like it would be imagine you've been sent to a Siberian outpost. It's like it's not the best the nicest place to be, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Even if but there's I mean, something you're, noble you're, behind you're protecting things. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, point being at that point it's a life sentence. Yeah. You know, so when people when people pass away, they say their watch has ended. Ah. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. his watch has ended. Now I think end of watch is a is term a movie. For, end of watch is a movie. It's a term for like first responders too, right? When they it had something. Yeah, I've seen, there's like a movie I think with. Uh, is it Nicolas Cage? No, it it, it 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 either has Jake Gyllenhaal and somebody else in it, or it's a Keanu Reeves. But it's like a cop drama thing. Okay. But anyway, there's like kind of a a way around this for one of the main characters because he's been sentenced to be you know, a watcher at the wall. So in terms of like what mantles he could assume or titles like that, that's, he, he doesn't have a title anymore. Right. Cause he's in there. He's no longer a wall. Watcher. Yeah. He, no, no, no. 
because he's a wall watcher, he can't, he can't, his status now is, he can't assume other statuses or anything like that. Anyway, bottom line is, I don't want to get too complex, but he actually, in the story, dies and gets resurrected. Okay. And, and that's the loophole to get him out. Not that that was not by intention, but there's an ironic loophole. Was it magic? Or which was is it like, like, my watch has ended. Like, I don't owe you guys shit anymore because I died oh, for you guys. You. Yeah. So now I can go off and do other stuff. So I, I was loyal. To, I was truly loyal. I did, <laughs> I, I did my. Yeah. yeah so my, that's what I feel like. This roundabout ways. I feel like that's hap- that happened with <laughs> like, you where you're like, I gave everything and now I'm, just, now I'm a regular dude. I mean, again. everything is a bit much. Like I gave the best I could. You know, like, given. <laughs> You sacrificed everything. Yeah, so it's it's gonna be back. Like I was, I was happy to. So how do those classes like? Is Tommy assuming like who? I don't know. I've been to one. You've been to one, and who assumed the teaching? Uh, so, so when I when I took my little break, I reached out to Collie because they Collie and Steve Wynn had just basically started coming yeah. in the morning and stuff. And I was like, hey guys, like I'll I will I will bequeath to you the key, the key, and the the alarm code, um, and and the duties to 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 take up my mantle and, and, and watch, watch over yeah. the younglings. Um, so they, they were teaching, I don't, I think Steve, because he was kind of using my strategy of just like coming either Saturday yeah, or Sunday or it was, that. and like teaching that to who, the, whoever's in class. Um, I don't think Collie can make night classes. So like, I think he would always, uh, Collie would kind of handle like warm ups and whatnot. And Steve, it's funny. Cause like they would like check in with me, like after a class and I'm like, I'm, I'm not the director. I don't think, hey, you, you, you're fine. Like I, I trust you guys. You yeah. go, hell, you guys have been doing this as long as I have. Yeah. Like there's no, you know, as long as nobody leaves injured. Like I'm not the I, supervisor director of this. Yeah, program. Like, hey man, like yeah, yeah, I don't have to sign off anything. But uh, they, you know, I, I really, I'm very grateful for them to do that. Um, but Steve, I, you know, Steve's like, hey, it's, I, I train Monday just to get a lesson. Is it cool if I teach tomorrow? And I'm like, I don't fucking care if you teach. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, I prefer you do. And um, so he. I just got them warmed up with a little, you know, thing, and I was like, "Hey, bro, you're, you got you're gonna go full Zach, Coach Zach, What's that, the just, black just belt lurk that, in shows, the back. that lurks in the back. It's like if anyone asks him questions, like, I don't know anything about, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know dude. I remember there was a that, that should be its own story. The worst class <laughs> I was ever in. <laughs> Maybe we should open with that. The worst class. I, yeah. I think you were there actually. It was when. It was because when, it, it like, was there like it was like the whole there like, like four instructors. It got like the buck got passed to four times yeah, like, in like a one like a one hour it was class. Literally the the Spider Man meme of like the three Spider Man yeah, all, like, all just pointing at like you. And no, I you, think you, Victor you, and I you. were like instructors number three. We were like a, a two headed, <laughs> and we just got handed the ball like. Dude, and I was like, wait, what? Now we have to do something. I was not there for that. But you weren't there. No. So it was, what, it was Zach Wilkerson, myself, and Victor. And then Carlos Diaz. Carlos Diaz, <laughs> like, batted, oh, he batted cleanup. He batted cleanup. And unfortunately, he came in thinking that we trained for, we trained for an hour and then have a half hour after to roll. Oh. So nobody got to roll. He just took us up to the hour. Like, we have to bow. And he's like, oh, you guys don't have a rolling session so now? And I was that. like, So that's funny because like he thought that. Yeah. Rory RVV said that that's how they handled their class. Yeah. Preet has talked about that. Is that something that we should look into? Or do you think, I mean, like, or do you think just going back to training that people just wouldn't show up to the curriculum class, then only show up to roll? I don't and know. Paul's, uh, Paul said that. What's it? I mean, like, that, that, I that's mean, what he's throwing that. He, I, mean, I, I, I don't know if Am I being Tucker Carlson? I'm just asking questions. Just, ask, just asking questions. I don't know. You know, some I, people have said, <laughs> <laughs> like, some people say, which, who? <laughs> who? 
The little dudes in your head? <laughs> I'm just asking questions. The angry I don't, men I don't in know. your head. I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not a scientist. I'm just, I'm just asking questions. Um, <laughs> to someone who's not qualified to answer them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. So like that, that, that's three independent people now who have all sort of like they run the same type of class, which is kind of interesting. So yeah. So that was. <laughs> but that I don't want to. I don't. Class. That was the worst. But, but <laughs> that was the worst class. <laughs> but the funny thing was, like. Someone looked at Zach. Okay, Zach, you you know you're the black belt. Do it. And Zach's like looking around, like I don't like. I could see in his head, like, nah, nah, man. Bro, I'm not doing this. He was like negative, right? He's like, like uh, let's do sweep singles. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was the most. Ditch- Look, let's put it this way. Zach was doing sweep singles, and by the end of it, we're doing back step into honey hole with Carlos. <laughs> that's how. That's how fucking. That's a hell of a sequence. This, this, Can you tell me what happened in between? No. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then Victor and I showed what was happening which was it was a knee slice so that was actually during the time where paul was like doing a more sophisticated deep dive into the knee slice uh-huh. i remember you telling me like oh I, i've trained with some people that i know and they were like oh my god i haven't seen this before and this is crazy you know like he it was just one of those things where he right, was going right. in depth so that's what victor and i showed so now we have a knee slice so then callers came and was like oh you can backstep that into a honey hole this is ibgs legal which i mean every everything everyone did was I, I'm not faulting any of these, but it was disjointed in terms of leadership and student experience. It was horrible. <laughs> it was just a complete disaster. Client experience, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it won't happen again. So that uh, was the worst class. <laughs> I say it jokingly because I think I've had classes that were worse that I enjoyed less. But in terms of the biggest clusterfuck, that one felt like. Well, that's just what happens when you have like very, very humble instructors too, right? Like everybody's deferring to each other and. And whatnot, and no, no, you go first. No, no, you go first. No, no, you no, go no, no, everyone's no, no. like trying Professor. to professor. <laughs> it's like the meme where it's like the the trope where people all open each other. Like, no, no, you first, and then they finally decide to both go at the same time, and then they like shoulder block each other <laughs> going through the door. So, the, um, but so that uh, it devolved into me just like training. Good. Yeah, it's very good. Um, and, and Steve running class and Tommy kind of administering. And it didn't devolve. It evolved. It's it evolved, evolved, right? Like yeah. that, that's actually, you know, I mean, it's just sort of one person runs the floor, other people administer. Yeah. It was nice because other people hire belts. They're like, they don't have to go, Chris, can you come in real quick? And I got to get my reps in. So yeah. like that was, that's nice. Um, we right, are we're back. We had back. to get Victor some athletic tape. Um, anyway, so. It's good to have you training. This is very good. Student it's good Chris. to be training. Student Chris. Getting the yeah. reps rolling. How's it rolling with guys you used to train with regularly, but you haven't seen them for like two years? I didn't get a chance to roll. Oh. So like, I, got, I got to roll like You didn't roll with Steve or Kali or No, because we rolled with our original partners. And then I rolled. Then we were just kind of like pairing up and... I, Tommy and I were essentially both the odd men out. We would just trade off with each other, and I got to roll first because I had to leave a little bit early. And then I rolled with Roman, actually, who's exceptionally strong. Oh yeah, Captain Americana. Yeah, <laughs> is that what he is his thing? That he he loves going for the Americana. Yeah, he's you no, know, he's, he's he's he he knows he's going to be Dwayne the Rock Johnson as he continues yeah, to lose. Super nice man. That dude doesn't. He never not has a smile. He never doesn't have a smile. If that oh, he's awesome. Dude. But lights yes. up the room. Yeah, so he 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 got to experience the vu for the first time. Like, god damn, what do I have to do to get past this guy's legs? You even play guard with him? Dude, I won't play guard with him. He, Why wouldn't he, I? 
because he's 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 very big. He's, he's he's he weighs a lot. Yeah, no, no, I know that. I mean, like, I'm like I, I don't want I don't I don't want to endure framing. Nah, just posture, bro. Just break his posture. Don't let him posture stop. alignment. Yeah, but no, it was I didn't get a chance to. So perhaps we will get more um, more rounds in tomorrow. Okay. We'll so, um, gosh, th- there's so many like current events. So before we get to our main topic, and maybe we don't get to the main topic. Why don't but, we get to one of our main topics? I mean. No, sorry, do you have a sponsor we got to thank or something? No sponsor. Oh, okay. No, but just um, there's been a lot of good content released on the interwebs for jujitsu people. Yeah. That, did you listen to Lexi? So there's, there's, there was the Gordon Ryan podcast with Joe Rogan, yeah. which I would give C minus. Oh. If you're a jujitsu person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're if a If you're new, it's going to be way more interesting. It's basically the, like if you're yeah. a white belt and don't know too much about jujitsu and want to know kind of know kind of a little bit of the lay of the land, especially from Gordon's perspective and you know being a top guy uh, and some of the stuff, then it's better. If you're already kind of in tune with some of that stuff, it's not gonna. Yeah, there's nothing it's, really revel. It's literally every like BJJ EE article combined into one. Yeah. In the yeah, so it's like it's not now it groundbreaking. So if you're like. If you didn't know that he slapped Andre Galvao twice, and you're like, "What?" You then, watch, then watch Joe, then watch the Joe Rogan thing. If you do know that, then that kind of gives you. You're already probably kind yeah, of and like know. the moving to Puerto Rico thing and all that stuff. It's just it's yeah. Number two on the podcast, fuck Lex Friedman interviewed three and a half plus hours. It's very good with I'm, John Donner. I'm two hours into. By it. the way, I always said John Danaher. I guess it's John Donaher because I know he was going to get the pronunciation right. Is it is it Donaher? Donaher. It's John uh-huh. Donaher. Anyway. Hey, we live in America, so short. Danaher. John Danaher. So yeah, very, very that interview, me. if you're at all into the DDS guys and Donaher stuff. Exceptional. Yes. And I gotta give Lex Friedman credit. And maybe he opens all his interviews like this. I don't know. Um he opens with are you afraid of death, John? Yeah, like, <laughs> and I was like, "All right, <laughs> this is interesting." So even uh, even Ryan Martin was into it. He's not a Dan Hur fan at all. Don Hur, <laughs> whatever. Donner. Let's call him John. <laughs> and then the, the Messiah. Even Ryan was like, "Oh, like he's he's like he's a materialist or something." And I was like, "Ryan, I don't know who the fucking materialist." <laughs> is. So very um, that was high quality. Yeah, uh, great. High interview. quality. Very in depth. Very just. Lex Freeman asks good questions. He, to me, I don't, I haven't, people ask me, do I listen to a lot of podcasts? Not as much as you think. Um, you know, it's, I don't, haven't listened to enough of Lex's podcast to know. It's possible he could be a nice alternative to Joe Rogan people who are kind of over Joe Rogan and they want more substance all the time and not like, what about DMT and hunting boar and, and, and yeah and hunting like bow you know, hunting yeah. yeah bow hunting you know <laughs> like by the way Joe Rogan talks to Gordon Ryan about bow hunting about, about bo- yeah and and Gordon just like hey, I've heard yeah I've heard that that, that you know yeah, and, and I've so heard that hogs are a problem in like, Texas they cause five billion dollars <laughs> in hey, damage look that in up. Texas look he's that like, up he's like oh, no that number's actually- not right that number <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> anyway. He's like, actually, each board causes $25 of damage. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was terrible. Then there is uh, Keenan Cornelius just released a video. Oh, um, I've not seen this. Either, I believe in the last 24 hours of this recording. Um, it's either on his 
I don't know because he has two channels on YouTube now. He has a Jiu-Jitsu X channel and he has Keenan Cornelius. Okay. So I don't know which one it's on. But it's about like a 20-minute video for um, don't break these unwritten rules. Oh, I'll definitely have to watch that. So, And that's just like, you know, jamming in with the elbows. Oh, you guys are idiots. You know, no, that's that's not the that's oh. the soundbar remote. Oh, no, no. Apologies. Yeah, nice try. Nice try, Chris. Trying to find the, the remote where it's hidden. So that's like great for white belts. I just scrub through it. Yeah. Because are they I, all pretty. I, oh, dude, pretty I scrubbed solid? through it. I scrubbed through it. Talk about rolling with 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 smaller people, rolling with women, getting coaching through taps. It's all the hits. It's okay. All good, the hits. Good. So that's a great video, especially for, for new people, really, um, to just get a good sense. Highly recommend to new students or advanced students. Rory has been recently releasing with Rob Bernanke um, videos for fundamental concepts. The first one was base posture alignment, I believe. Yes, those are his... Uh that's the that's the jujitsu formula. Yeah, the 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 most recent one he did, which I think was two or three, was gi grips. Hmm. I thought it was just splendid to just tell a complete beginner these are good places to to grab on the on the gi. Here's why, and it eliminates a whole bunch of other places that people can grab because they don't know where to grab. And that was something that I feel like is underrepresented, undertaught to beginners. Yeah, you get the grip with the technique. You don't just get taught good grips. Bad grips, you know, like as John Dan or Donahar would say, heuristics, rules of thumb for gripping. So, and they just released a uh, no gi grip one. Nice. So, check that out. I think great content for everyone to uh, hmm. to digest, um, especially if you're a beginner, but even for advanced people because that's probably under what RVV. It's RVV BJJ. BJJ. Yeah. Yeah. So check out his channel. Um, if you go to the Rory podcast from a few episodes ago, that's in the description, his channel. So if, if you can't find it with a Google search, which I would which be shocked, but if you, you can go to, go to that interview with Rory and you'll get it there. There we go. Bang for your buck. So that's, um, that's kind of a roundup of cool stuff I've seen. Great information. So curated. The BJJ and Brews curated. Yeah, or is that a... Curated content. That's the... that's the, I've, I've seen Pandora now has curated channels. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure that that's just... <clears throat> some sort of mind mapping web that's just... We'll see. So, today's we're, we're ready to go? We're going to dive into is it. it. So is it, are we here? The t I think the title of the podcast... I haven't named the podcast. I, we named the podcast after recording. But this will be like the day the BJJ and Bruce podcast Comes. contracted COVID-19. Bum, bum, bum. Dun, dun, dun. So this story, Chris and I, in quick summary. I'm now fully vaccinated, by the way. Johnson & Johnson. Okay. Um, well, fully vaccinated. You make it sound like that was a two-part. Just a one-part. It's dose. a one-part. Yeah. yeah, okay. I'm, I'm vaccinated, I guess. Vaccinated, yeah. yeah. When you say fully vaccinated. I mean, I guess I have gotten my booster shot to. Yeah. So <laughs> um, quick summary. Chris and I, uh, last year. Um, late June, early July. Yes. Yeah. Late yes. June, early July. Um, we both contracted coronavirus, COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen. 
And I mean, a a coronavirus. Yeah, a coronavirus. A coronavirus. We we okay. don't know if it was coming. Out. I, um, I don't know. Both that it was of these COVID-19. were verified by tests, um, so we did have it. Mm, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. And the story of how we each caught it is kind of an interesting one, and they're intertwined. Don't want to get political about and it. And they're but. intertwined. So <laughs> this is this is kind of just a retelling of um, how we caught the 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 degus disease right yeah how, I mean, it's it's a, a, how we a, caught a the pathogen, virus right? how we caught the virus um what our experiences were like both during and after but the cool th- i mean cool thing the i think what can be interesting about this is that we both have a pretty clear oh, like story yeah, of yeah. how this all played out there's very little doubt in our minds how the infections and the spread happened for us. Yeah. There's, there's, because we're connected in the whole thing. Yeah. And you'll see why. So Chris was the first one. So Chris, I'll start with you and your side of the story. And then it'll come to <laughs> this me. This sounds like a de- deposition all of a sudden. Um, so yeah, I... Take us back. My f- <laughs> So there's like a lot. Like there's the COVID that was floating around. And still is for that matter. And... <laughs> What's your job at the time? Or what's your, what's my, your, my profession? Yeah, I, your, I'm an operations manager for a... Uh, for a warehouse. For a, a distribution warehouse, yes. Okay, so you were not working at home. No, 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 yeah. I'm, so I'm, you were deemed we an were essential, essential worker. We're, yeah, I had a letter from supply my company, chain, yeah. blah, blah, yeah. So this is at stuff. the time, just so people have a context. we are supplier to construction. We're in, we're in Orlando, Florida. We're late in phase June, one? Late June, early July, things were still pretty buttoned down. Things weren't as buttoned down as they were initially in, let's say, April. We're in Florida, so, you know. Well, there's an initial freakout. You know, I remember oh, yeah, there was, was very little traffic on the road. We probably still had curfews in effect yeah. late June, early July. Where I was still working, though. Like, a, like I knew you were working the whole essential. thing, but I just yeah. want to set the stage for, like, where we were, like, in our local community. Yeah, yeah how the, was. there was definitely very little traffic at the time. There was less traffic. Sure. Like, people were still, um, like, socially People isolating. weren't supposed to, like, be on the street... I don't think dine-in restaurants 11. were even happening. Like it was no restaurants were all yeah, takeout like, at the time. You, I think there was a kind of a, a non-essential curfew where if you were non-essential, you yeah. shouldn't be out past. You shouldn't be driving past eleven. I never saw anyone enforce that, but that was kind of the rule of thumb. Anyway, that sets the story. Like definitely, like people still six feet apart. You know. No, oh yeah. No, like it's just, like it was definitely it's, it's no, much no. more. You know. Less. Things have, have relaxed and opened up significantly since. Then. I mean, like it was so much to the point where, like, I'll, I'll open up of how I, I sort of first my first symptoms. I would say, it was actually Father's Day, um, because we all met at um, up at uh, a park near my house where my in laws were there, mm-hmm. my brother in law, and then Stacy and I. We're us being the the crazy fit couple. We. We're like, we're going to take Connor in a jogging stroller. And I, I had a fucking 35-pound backpack on with my rucksack. So I wore that, and we walked up to the park because it was like a, a mile away or so. And we met up with them and got home. And like that night, I was like, man, like my fucking neck and head hurt like hell. And all around this time, I've always suffered from seasonal allergies since I've been like mm-hmm. 11. And around the same time... And this sounds ridiculous now that I think back to it. There was that Saharan dust cloud yep, that I was going that. around. And yeah. I mean, it was, it, was, it was legit too. Like you could literally see a haze in the air at, at any given time when you just walked outside. And just, like, you know, you see the sunshine, the, the rays of sunshine, like hitting the, the, the dust. 
and it was very it was very aggravating so i i wasn't congested i just the, my thing was i had this terrible radiating headache from like the base of like the crown of my skull through basically the my rhomboids and it was just like just massive pain. Like I don't really take like headache medicine if I get a headache or anything, but I was like, God damn, like this is, this is fucking terrible. I'm like that. I'm never wearing that backpack again. Cause this like these allergies combined with like dragging 35 pounds on my back. It just feels terrible. And it was like that for a solid like week. Um, that was a Sunday was father's day was when we met up. So for like a good five days, I was, it was so bad such that like I was, cycling um allergy medicine like claritin with aleve and excedrin like now, every two we, hours did you ever check your temperature no okay i at the time it was purely headache like okay. just headache nothing else um so it lasted from like monday through uh maybe friday saturday of the next week so, excuse me, Sunday through Monday or so the next week. So, at that same time, interestingly, I had like three coworkers who the week prior, phase one had just happened and they had just opened up restaurants to 50% capacity or maybe 30%. I don't even know. I think it's 25. It was either way, phase one happened. They were opening up restaurants. They had all gone to a local business and. They had found out because this is when contact tracing was very legit and like much more stringent. They found out a cook and a server there had COVID, contracted COVID. So they were all like, they found that out and they also both, they all started getting fevers and feeling bad and came to work. So we're like, get the fuck out of here, go get tested. So they had gotten tested. And um, at the time, there was not like very good testing. Like the test results would take fucking forever to come, and that's. I have a, yeah, my story definitely involves that. Yeah, it, it's like it testing was testing was hard to it was hard to find a test. Sometimes you'd have to wait like a week. Like a lot of places it was like a week wait. You know. Lag. Yeah, like, I mean, and theirs were like two week waits in some cases. This is just to get the test. This is just done. to get the test results. Oh, to get the results. Yeah, yeah. so they had all gotten. I'm, tests. I'm like, saying scheduling the test was non-trivial. Yeah, there were. You had to really search to find a place that could get you in the next two to three days. Yeah, it was. I mean, they, it was I not think like you could just OCC go and get tested the same day. Like, I, yeah, I you can't just walk up to fucking CVS and shit. Like, it was like it was. I I can imagine. I mean, this sounds terrible, but like fucking old people who have no idea how to use the internet and shit. Like, <laughs> they're shit out of luck. Like, they're in this time. Like, I mean, it was. Yeah, I mean, without skipping ahead, when I got tested. It was the combined effort of me and my roommate searching that found me a test in a CVS pretty far away. Yeah, like and this in is three days, like legit scarcity. Yeah, it was like there's a scarcity, it, 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 a huge scarcity, and and like a- accessibility was just not there. So they had all gotten tested. They all at that point. So when you found out that these people, that these coworkers, that this had is the come, week before that had come in. Yes, were you already? I had no symptoms. No symptoms. And at that point, we were all like, I was fucking washing my hands. Like, we were all, you know, I was spraying down everything that we were, yeah. we were touching at work and stuff. At that point, every, we were still hung up on surfaces a lot. Yes, yes, yes. We didn't, there, the knowledge that air, like, air was the primary. Like, yeah, like that was aerosolized was, was yeah. not, yeah. That was, I mean, it, w- it was in our minds, but it wasn't considered the main vector. Yeah, it was, it was touching It wasn't things. emphasized. It was like, everyone was like, I remember pe- some people were leaving their 
groceries out in their garage for 24 hours. Yeah, just you know, shit. Like, like literally taking off your clothes or and stripping before everything. you go in the house. Like, yeah. just silly shit like that. I mean, not, not silly. That's... That's this is I'm saying this is some of the thought process that were happening at the time. I'm just right, setting right, the stage. Yeah. And so that's we were all like wouldn't go into each other's offices or any of that shit. Like we're I'm like screaming to the walls at each other, you know. Um so that's that's them the week before. I I start feeling symptoms. What I thought were because it was I had no fever. I just had a fucking massive headache and um what I thought were allergy symptoms. Mm-hmm. So that's week one. Week two rolls around, and I just the don't we record a podcast in here somewhere? Yeah, we might have. That well, was this is Saturday, I believe it was Saturday. It was Saturday. He, I come over to your place and we're recording a podcast with, with Alec with, Balding, yeah. and we're sitting. If there was ever a more we were vector, s- we were vectoring each other. We had so this is a, we did had to do this remotely, so we were. We're sitting at a dining room table. We're looking at a webcam. Basically shoulder to shoulder. We're looking, yeah, yeah. We're shoulder to shoulder. Sharing a microphone. Yeah, probably. Passing a microphone back and forth. Uh, expecting to, be, to see the image of Alec Balding on the other side. He was walking around town. Yeah. Which resulted in very poor audio quality. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and a rustling that I still couldn't really remove from the, from the podcast. So that's... We record. For over an hour, we're sitting... Shoulder oh, yeah, to shoulder, yeah. and and I, I might, mics. I may or not may not have breathed on you a handful of times. We were sharing our our breath aerosolized, aerosolized. Yeah, so we'll continue because th- my story will pick up from there. But yeah. continue, but so because I, you started feeling worse after that. I felt worse. I like all that time. I'm like I have headaches and shit. I'm like I don't. And you and I remember you coming over just just as a prelude. I remember you coming over like, dude. I just have these allergies. The storm, like you said that. Yeah, I mean that's that's all that's in my head. Yeah, dude, like fucking. Like that Sunday, almost a week to the day where I f- first get the headaches, that's where like the upper respiratory shit starts. And that's where the fatigue starts and the loss of appetite. I lost in that two week span, I lost like 14 or 15 pounds because I just was not eating. Mm-hmm. And Stacy, I, I, I had crazy chills. Like I was gutting through the headaches and stuff, but like when the loss of appetite and the upper respiratory stuff started, like, I would basically gut through going to work every day, still doing my fucking regimen of, like, anti-inflammatories and whatever. Um, I would not eat lunch. I would not eat breakfast. Not eat, Try to eat, like, a little bit for lunch. And I would basically get home and just, like, shower and just go into bed and go to sleep. And this is at, like, 5 in the afternoon, one of the cases, right? I remember distinctly one time I was like, man, like, I just feel like shit. I haven't worked out in, like, a week or the cases. And I tried doing my heavy bag work because we were still kind of like isolating and all that sort of stuff, right? So I'm like, I, I was doing heavy bag work and typically I would do my anywhere between eight to 10 rounds of anywhere between two and a half to three minute rounds with 10 pushups in between 30 seconds rest. And within a round, I was trying to do my pushups. I couldn't do, <laughs> I couldn't do two pushups. And I would just take, took my gloves off and I just went inside, showered and went to bed. And Stacey's like, what are you, you all right? And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Right. Um, so Any all that. Any thoughts of COVID at this point? I, I would say I was, I think subconsciously I knew something was up. Um, Maybe you're kind of in denial a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, can, I can tell you with 100% um, sincerity that like 
the shortness of breath was such that I was laying in bed going to sleep at night and just like having to consciously breathe. Like the shortness of breath and congestion I felt like, like a weight on my chest. Like I just, I've, I've never had asthma, but I would imagine that's what asthma feels like is where you just, you have to consciously go <gasps> and take like a good like deep diaphragm yeah. like breath just to be able to f- get any sense of air. Um, but the, the point at which Stacy was like, you're sick. Like, I don't I'm not buying this like allergies bullshit was when it was actually July 3rd. So almost, you know, two weeks to the day of when I started feeling bad. Um, I had to mow the yard. And I, I, I thought I was going to ask you about, cause I know the lawnmower. So I remember the lawnmower. Yeah. So that's where like, I can normally mow my yard and we have like, you, you described it as like a Tom and Jerry lawnmower, yeah. right? Like just a real mower that's Chris Vu powered. And you know, normally I could mow the yard in maybe thir- 25, 30 minutes, right? Do my front and backyard. Yeah. And just think of a little suburban yard. It's not, yeah. Like, I mean, I, I live a in big, a quarter of an acre. Right? Yeah. It's not like, like a baseball no, 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 field no, no, or anything no, no. like it's that. It's not like fucking Forrest Gump, like mowing yeah. the, you know, I'm, I, and with every pass across my yard, I literally dropped to my knees and had to catch my breath for like a minute or two. And I was just so tired and I couldn't breathe. And Stacy was like, yeah, I was, I was on the phone with my parents, like watching you do that. And I was like, I, do I need, do I need to call 911? Like, you know, like this is what's happening to Chris right now. Like, do I need to do something? So either way that it ended up being like two hours to mow my yard and it was just miserable in the heat of June or late July or early, early July. But so that's, um, and it's crazy. Cause like then that happened, that was July 3rd, you know, we did fireworks that evening or it was, and that probably didn't help at all. Those breathing and all that bullshit. And that Monday for when I had to go to work, I felt fine. Back to normal. It was, it was really strange. So, um, all that being said, you know, Stacey's like, you need to go get tested. Cause like that was very worrisome and I'm, I'm putting my foot down. Like you need, you need to go like, this is your family at risk here. So I was like, well, at this point, like I'm a week and a half or whatever into this, just feeling like hell. Like I don't think tests would confirm anything. So I actually went and donated blood and they were doing automatic COVID testing. Right. So it was confirmed. I had a, by anybody I had antibodies for a COVID or a, a coronavirus, not necessarily the coronavirus. So, Oh, okay. Please. I mean, that, 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 that's the disclaimer it has. So I, I mean, my disclaimer to everybody in, in this is like, I've not confirmed that I had COVID-19. I had a Corona antibodies for a coronavirus. Okay. So I didn't know that. I thought it was confirmed for COVID-19. So, I mean, like it says, but I mean, I, <laughs> for every email that I got from fucking one blood after I donated, they were like, Hey, you, you had go donate plasma, go donate plasma for oh, convalescent okay. plasma. So, um, I think it's one of those like disclaimers that they put, like, we don't know necessarily for sure, but there's a good chance that, you know, but it's funny because and when then, did you donate blood with respect to that Monday where you said you felt fine? Um, I think it was a good, like, seven eight days after that okay so let's say a week after yeah your first after i was good. F- and, felt, and you okay. would say you were symptomatic for about 14 days almost to, almost to exactly 14 the days. first seven days was headache. headachey headache i mean you know, i like, don't know what a migraine quote, is bad allergies yeah and then you felt 
achy and fluy. Achy. And, and, and is that what the flu is? I can't say I've ever had the flu. So I don't know what flu-like symptoms are. Because I had no fever. I you wasn't still didn't like, have a fever. I wasn't sweat like a fever involved sweating. You said you had the chills. I definitely had chills. So I, I was I was literally sleeping in jujitsu. And you had pressure. And, and you had pressure on your chest. Terrible okay. pressure on my chest. So. All right, um, it's like collie sitting on my chest pressure. So, we <laughs> recorded that podcast. Yes, we did. Little less than two weeks to the day. So 13 days later, yes. on a Friday, I woke up and I felt off. The day before, fine. I trained even. Yeah. Which leads to like, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a you know, kind of a story behind that. But I trained and then I woke up Friday and I felt achy and weird. And you're very attuned with your body. So yeah. You're, so you're like, the joke with me is that if anyone's seen um, Parks and Rec, there's a character, Chris, uh, who is Chris Traeger, I think. He's, um, he's played by Rob Lowe. Oh, and yeah. this guy's like a serial runner. And, and he, he, his thing is, he's a guy you see the memes for literally. Every time there's like a literally meme, it's him. I literally did this. I literally did that. Are and we like, that guy then? I guess he or? is. Um, there, there, there's a there's a episode where he gets sick, and this guy's like always running like ten, you know, ten kilometers a day. He's like, like Captain Metrics he's or like something. A, he's like, like a he health nut kind of guy, and he's okay. like, my body is a microchip. So that's the joke with Noah is that my body's a microchip because I do like sense things, and I'm not in a, not in a hypochondriac way because I rarely go to the doctor. Well, you just know what your homeostasis is, right? yeah. You but know so I I right? felt achy and weird, a little achy. I was like, this is not like. I, I'm sore. This is like achy. So I messaged Paul. I said, I'm feeling a little off. I want to stay on. I'm not going to do Randori. I messaged my roommate who was at home working because she was working remotely. Um, she was not at her boyfriend's place. I said, I'm feeling a little off just to be safe. I'm just going to stay in my room and just chill. She ended up like around noon, like, I'm just going to head over to my boyfriend's. I'm not going to like, yeah. I'll let you feel better. Like, I don't, you know, I was like, cool. And my symptoms just got worse. From Over that the course point on. of how long? So, um, I'll get into that. So, I was getting, I was feeling worse, and I'll get into the symptoms part. But just in terms of chronology, I felt worse. I kept in touch with my room with my roommate. She said, "You know, I was like, I'm feeling worse. If I had the choice, I'm not going to make the effort to get tested." But if you'd like me to get tested, since I'm your roommate, just so you can know, like, hey, if he just has a cold, maybe I can, you know, I'll, I'll yeah. come and go. But if he has COVID, maybe I'm just going to stay at my boyfriend's and let him just quarantine You're being it out. Courteous. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, and she's like, I'd, I'd be more comfortable if you took a, got a test. Yeah. So together we searched, we found a test. I believe that was Tuesday was, I was able to get the test. So I felt, I started felt funny Friday, Saturday, Sunday were bad. And I got tested on Tuesday at a CVS. Which okay, happened so to for the fourth day. Yeah. Okay. Which turned out to be July 14th, I believe, or 15th, which was the highest recorded day oh, of cases in Florida for the was second the wave. Was that the 5,000 For the second was, wave, yeah. there was the second wave in Florida. On the day it, was the, it peaked, it was the day I got tested. I found that after the fact, right? Right, right. Because you were a part of that stuff. I never got those results for two weeks. 
Oh my god! I was fully recovered, and I got it by the at the end of the month, around like the thirtieth. I got it saying that it was a PCR test positive for COVID nineteen. Mm. So that's how I know. Now, let's go back to the what happened. So, my appetite. I woke up feeling weird and not hungry. That's a clear sign something's off because I'm. Are you normally like I'm ravenous? ravenous. I wake up ravenous. I'm always hungry. That stuff. So that was weird. I ended up losing a bunch of weight too. Um, I think I dropped eight to ten pounds. So which is a lot for you. I mean, like I I have the yeah because I'm in the one sixty. I I have more potential energy than you. Yeah, I'm in the one sixty. So, but. What happened was I developed a, uh, later that day, I developed a fever. A fever is high temperature, correct? Yes. Okay. I was over 101. And do you I, feel hot or do you feel cold when you have a fever? I mean, you can have the chills and stuff. I, I, ha- I, it fluctuated. Okay. Um, but you stop sweating. That's one thing I know. It's like when I knew, when my feeling of when a fever breaks is when I start sweating. Okay. And it doesn't mean the fever is gone per se, but it means like, my body's trying to self-regulate temperature again. Whereas when you're getting hot, when your body's heating up and it doesn't want you it's to cool off, it's not going to sweat. Oh, because it wants cool to maintain it. Yeah, the it wants heat. to maintain the heat. Yeah. Right? So hmm. anyway, I actually have an XL because I was taking my temperature Were you really? every few hours and oh. I graphed it. You are so, Captain So when metrics. the CDC Jesus person Christ. called weeks later to ask like what happened, dude, they, they were blown away. Like I was like, well, hang on. At, you know, at, Wait, so a CDC at, person actually contacted you to contact trace or to ask how I was. This is weeks after. So once that test finally came back two weeks later, I got a test from some a lady in the CDC in the southeast, I think from Atlanta, probably. Yeah. Um, calling to ask how I was doing, you know, what my symptoms were like. It was information gathering. OK. Um, I volunteered how I felt like I contracted it. I don't know if she was going to ask me that question, but. I beat her to it. Like right, she might've right. asked me, but she was asking me, how do I feel? What were your symptoms? Yeah. Like, so, and I gave her the, you know, so for about a 48 hour period, 36 to 48 hour period, I had a fever. Mm. Um, those are the, the worst two days. I had a very hard time sleeping, could not eat and had a pounding headache. The pounding headache is the most unusual thing because I, generally don't experience headaches this was a pounding headache like painful pounding yeah headache. yeah yeah like um did you take anything for it were you i did not take any tylenol i didn't take anything you're a man so hey, hang on i did take something eventually <laughs> yes, i didn't take did. anything and i was just really like the pounding headache so symptoms when it was the worst those first two days aches lack of appetite complete lack of appetite um, pounding headache. No fatigue yet. Obviously, I, you know, when I, I felt like shit. Like okay, I, so, I, so fatigue is just like an overriding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't want to do anything. I just want to lie around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so I had that fever, and you can watch it. Like the fever went up for basically two days, a little less than two days, and then it returned to normal. But it bounced around. Yeah. It didn't like. It wasn't ninety-eight point six solid. It was like 97. So I don't know how bad my thermometer is. Made my thermometer. What kind of thermometer do you use? Kind of a cheap one. Like the, like, eh? or like, no, it was in, in the, the mouth, mouth. in okay. the mouth one. Anyway, mercury? Like, you know, old not school? an old school mercury one, okay. electronic one. So I'm sure there was some, there's probably some, on that. yeah. Um, now I'll talk about what I didn't have. So I had that. 
And on the, towards the end of the second day, the headache was pounding me so much. I was like, you know what? Let me just try this. And I took CBD oil. Oh, Eddie Bravo. And said CBD, it, it, because I felt a lot of pressure. It was like, boom, boom, boom. That's how it felt. Like it was just, so that just, I know what CBD oil feels like when I take it. It gives me, you know, I wouldn't call it a body high, but kind of like a body relax. Mm -hmm. And it took the edge off. And I don't know if it was coincidental that when my fever was breaking, I took the CBD oil. It might've been a happy coincidence. Placebo effect is a hell of a drug too. So, but I did feel like that did help. Good. Now, the cytokine storm calmed itself. Now, at the time, I spoke to a doctor, a teledoctor, and they said, you might have it. You know, keep your vitamin levels high. You know, take your multivitamin, um, good vitamin D, and, and, and stay hydrated, right? Basic stuff. Now, at the time, there's a lot of talk about people getting incubated and yeah. the lungs getting attacked. And at the time, it was like lungs. Yeah, or respiratory. Yeah, that was the... So every day, I would go outside. I would take my shirt off, because it was sunny and warm, and I'd go for like an hour walk. And almost the entire time, I was taking, I was forcing myself to take deep breaths. And you had to work to do no, it, no, right? No, no, like, no. No? I did not have shortness of breath That's crazy. ever. I did not have a dry cough ever. And I didn't have a dry cough either. That's the crazy part. So like, I never experienced what I considered lung issues. Hmm. My lungs felt fine, but I was so paranoid about my lungs being that I was like, I need to keep flushing You're air. You're getting in that and vitamin out. D too, bud. And I won the vitamin D, yeah. which is a big thing. So I did that. <coughs> so Ooh. first two days was that. Um, so that was my thing. Of course, I'm, I'm walking away from, I'm by myself, you know, like. Hundreds and hundreds of feet away from anybody else. Isolated. So I did that. And then after that, it progressed into what I would consider mildish cold symptoms. Okay. So I started to develop some nasal nasal congestion, nothing in my chest. Um, I felt like I did if I have a cold. Okay. But not nothing like serious like i had a cold recently where i felt so blocked i couldn't breathe through my nose like i could still breathe through my nose at at night yeah um and then two days like the so the first two days were the worst the next two days were like a cold and then day five and six was me still feeling blah but better and by seven or eight i felt normal By day 10 or 11, I came to promotions and was the camera guy. Oh, that's right. And I was still kind of like, people might have noticed I was being a little weird because I was trying not to hug people. And like I was trying to be there. I I was like, good, I'm a cameraman. I'm going to be on my own camera, you know. Yeah. So I was was still kind of paranoid. I was like, am I a vector here, you know. I felt fine, but I still didn't know. I, I... if I felt like I was a threat, I would not have come. Like I right. felt like it's good. And the rule was, you're, you're a the, the rule was 10 days since your first symptom. Mm. So it was, but it was right there at the 10 day mark. So I did that. Now, um, for the next week that I trained, I had no cardio. 
So high energy out like hit like rolling, I'd be gasping for air. Yeah. A week after that, normal. Yeah. Athletic performance. So roughly th- three weeks for you then. No, no, two like so one two weeks. one week to overcome illness. Another one week, week to recover. To re- just recover for high end athletic yeah, performance. Yeah, yeah. Um in that first week where I was shitty, I would even try to jog. Like as I started to feel a little better, I was like, let me jog and see if I can breathe. Like I wanted, yeah. like I was really trying to, I was on top of that. I just couldn't sleep. My appetite finally came back like at the seven to 10 day mark. So, oh wow. So you're okay. So that, that, that was, I dude, I couldn't eat. I just, there was, and I was just forcing my dude. I remember like four or five in the morning, like opening a can of like chicken noodle soup. And just eating it, I'm like, wh- you know, what, you know, when you when you when you're sick, and what's shitty about s- being sick is you sometimes you can't sleep, so you're just up all night, yeah, feeling in and out of going in and out of consciousness, just kind of waiting, and then you're so bored and you want to do something, so then like, let me see if I can eat a little chicken noodle soup. So I'm like trying to like, like eat some chicken noodle soup and get through that. Now, the minute I start feeling bad, let, a couple more noteworthy things. A couple times I start early feeling bad, I message. Nikki, who was still here, and I said, I felt horrible because he's getting ready to go to the Navy. I was like, dude, I woke up this I rolled with you yesterday. I woke up today feeling funny. I'm letting you know that. Like, yeah. And he was like, oh, fuck. You know, and he didn't say anything after that. Uh, to my knowledge, he never got sick. And that's nobody I trained with got sick and that's, the day before. Right. So, like, so that, yeah. so I'm, I'm, I'm so relieved, you know, because, but I do think like, I don't think you necessarily, well, hang on. Let me, let me keep going. There's more to my story. Um, so to my knowledge, nobody got there. I found out the end of the month, weeks after I was fine, that I was positive. I had yeah. that talk with, this, with the lady from the CDC. I, I think she's from the CDC. It's a government lady, and she was asking me. She's, she's from the man. And I gave all the information. She was like, this is great. Um, so those are my symptoms. Now. Some time passes, a few weeks go by, and I start observing, oftentimes in the evening, I'm sitting on the couch, and I have sudden heart palpitations. <laughs> when was this now? Within like, I'd say maybe four weeks So at after. this point, we're in August almost. Yeah. Okay. And what I mean by a heart palpitation, because I looked it up. Like you're sitting there and your your heart races for a little bit, a little bit being literally Unpro- like unprovoked. Yeah, I'm like I'm literally chilling on the couch. My my resting heart rate is generally fifty two. Your resting heart rate is fifty two. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Everyone like, are you an athlete? I was like, yeah. <laughs> your heart goes. Whoosh. Oh, I love it. I dude, I'm, I'm I I take whoosh. pride in that. Like I take pride in that. I just like yeah. <laughs> I mean, mine's like I think mine's like six. I have to check my my Your mod, but, <laughs> Yeah, I have to check it. But it, it's mine. Mine's very good. Like, but like it's not fifty two. Fifty two. Like, I, I love it. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Nice and like, solid. So, so I'm sitting there, and I don't notice my heart rate. I thought like I tell you my resting heart rate because I can feel it and count it. Right. So I'm just sitting there, and then um, mine's sixty eight. It's right like now. boom, 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 boom. Really? For maybe a, two seconds. To the point where I feel it. It's almost like I had a mini anxiety attack. Like, boom, you know? And I'm like, what was that? Started noticing it because it happened almost once a day or every other day. 
Oh my god! So Around I'm, the same time, or uh, like you're just sitting there, like I'm like the only time I'm noticing it per se is when I'm sitting on the couch. Is that because you're maybe because I'm at rest? Yeah, and yeah, maybe yeah, like, I don't notice it when I'm doing it. But I never felt a training. I felt fine training jujitsu. Okay, so starting to get a little intrigued by this. I'm like, what's going on? So I think about talking to a doctor. And I'm very close to, but I have a hike with Paul and Victor going up Mount Rainier. I'm like, maybe I'm stressed out about that because kind of a two-day hike, camping, kind of serious, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I don't get freaked out about this stuff. No, you're, you're, you're... So I go hiking. I don't feel anything. When I'm in, I was thinking, am I going to feel... I felt a little nervous when I'm in the tent. We're going to wake up early in the dark and climb like I'm anxious. Don't feel any heart there. Hmm. When I come back, it's fine. Don't feel it. So I'm like, oh, I won't talk to the doctor. Was your diet different? Those, I mean, like that's. You know, I looked at like if you eat a lot of carbs and then you sit down, that can happen. So I was like, is this a meal related thing? Yeah, like there's a lot of things I'm kind of wondering. Like, did you but drastically I didn't, change something? I didn't. In your... I didn't. In my mind, I never dramatically changed anything okay, in that, my that, diet. Yeah, so then, a couple weeks go by, and it comes back. But now instead of like every day or every other day, it's like three to four times a week. Really? So now it's no, happening again. This, so, and now Jesus. at this point, you know, I've told my roommate, she sends me studies have shown with athletes that there's lingering heart inflammation from COVID-19, potentially. Some people experience that. So I talk to a doctor again. Call up a doctor. Tell a doctor. And he's, you know, he's like, yeah, he's like, it, it's possible. We're going to see. Um, what, what we probably do is get an EKG and you might wear, have you wear like a heart monitor for a, yeah. for a week. And that way we can get a good sense of, you know, if, the, if, like what's your baseline if this episode happens, we'll capture it. Right. But in order to go into the office and get the EKG, I need to get a COVID test. <laughs> COVID tests were a pain in the ass to get still at that point. Right, right, right. Ever since that call, I never had a single episode. You scared it away, man. And, <laughs> and as a result... I never got a COVID test. I never went to the doctor's office, and still to this day. But I have here's the thing: is like that. you would have to go get a COVID test again. The likelihood of you being able to get COVID, you you having been positive the second time, would have been nil, right? Being that I had already contracted it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like so, like but the the policy, but it was that that's the, the protocol. That was the protocol. Okay, all right, all right. I mean, because I told him the whole reason I called is like, I think this might be related to COVID. So the reason I'm telling you this part, the reason I'm telling the audience this part of the story is, while I don't have evidence to support this because I never got tested, I have a strong suspicion that I had lingering, let's call it heart inflammation from my COVID-19 infection that led my heart to have heart, let's say minor heart palpitations. Yeah for this duration. So it took my heart. If it's that or something around the heart, but that heart muscle somewhere in there, maybe it needed to come back to normal over a longer period of time. Right. Not just the two weeks. Recalibrate itself or whatever. Whatever. That's my suspicion. I don't know for a fact, but if you look at, if I look at what was there a Delta in my life that I can point to, because I've never experienced this before. And since then I've never experienced it. The biggest delta in there was I contracted COVID. Well, I mean, that's a hell of a delta, too. No, I know, but the point is, is like I contracted it. Would my, you know, 
ranking the strength of my symptoms compared to other people and people that went to the hospital, obviously I had a, I had a, a much better experience than a lot of people, oh, yeah, you know, I mean. but, um, especially when it came to the, the lungs, the lungs never felt bad. That was a big thing. So that's an interesting thing too, because like it was the headache was the most painful might ask about my experience. Like, and I, it's funny because like, at, it's not funny, but the people at work were like, Chris, it's because you've been doing jujitsu all this time. You gave it to us. I'm like, fuck off. Like you guys felt this bullshit first, right? So, so yeah, if you want to talk to con, let, let's just, yeah, it, we, we've kind of implied the contact trace here, but let's like be explicit about the contact trace. It's the all, contact it's trace in my mind, speculation. in my mind is Chris got it at work. They, they got it at a restaurant. That part I didn't know. Okay, but so coworkers yeah, contracted coworkers. it seemingly at this restaurant. Yes, you got it from them. You came and recorded a podcast with me at my place. We sat right next to each other yeah, and, and spoke for an hour back and forth, sharing a microphone. Yeah. You were symptomatic, but chalked it up to being uh, the cloud, you know, and the be, cloud and whatever else. And yeah. and furthermore, like the symptoms that my coworkers were experiencing were the ones we heard about that yes. like they lost taste and smell i never they lost taste and smell that was yeah and neither did i they got fevers mm-hmm. i never got a fever they had fuzzy head like whatever the hell that means like you know foggy brain okay i i can't say i ever got foggy brain you know so like my my catalog of symptoms was drastically different than their catalog of symptoms which is why at that point, we had all been in contact with one another, and they were all like, oh, COVID test, blah, blah, blah. And at the time, the policy was, you get COVID test, you can't come back to work until you get a negative test, right? So we're, we're sitting here waiting, and I'm, I'm under the assumption that I just have terrible allergies, and it's causing me a headache, and wearing a backpack for two hours yeah. is, is stretched my neck out in such a fashion that... So what's interesting is the incubation time, it seems like, was a little shorter for you, Yes. It took me almost two entire. It took me thirteen days, which is at the 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 back end of the incubation period. Yeah, like. But the reason I'm so strongly convinced that I got it from you is because it's the most obvious explanation. Yeah. You were symptomatic. Occam's razor, right? And like, we were right. Yeah, and we we're right next to each other for over an, an hour. Yeah. Speaking in close proximity to each other, breathing the same air, commingling. Yeah. In yeah. that same cloud of. We'll Exhale. just leave out the sharing drinks part. Yeah. Now, <laughs> <laughs> and I was living a very isolated life. And I was not. No, no. Well, yeah. I'm talking about me. Like, how, you know, how can you be sure you got it from Chris? The reason I'm, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I, I, right. I'm very confident I caught it from Chris, from you, is because I work from home. I was not going out. I was not yeah. hanging out with friends. You were the only person I hung out with. That was outside of your bubble. Outside of my bubble yeah. that nobody else was sick in that bubble. Right. The bubble being a guy like Eli or Paul that I was lifting weights with right. or, or roll, you know what I mean? So um that's kind of what Yeah, and that's and what's crazy now, speaking of bubbles, right? So my bubble at the time Now yeah, please tell me about the Stacy and, and Which Wubba. is the crazy part, right? So I'm I'm dealing with this bullshit. So at the time, like, you know, I... Are you sleeping in a separate bedroom? No. We're literally, like, same bed, normal routine, kiss each other goodnight, I love you, blah, blah, blah. I'm putting Connor in a bed, all that shit. And neither one of them... Neither of one of them. Experienced symptoms. Experienced symptoms. 
Stacy's gotten tested at this point multiple times for antibodies and for um, and PCR. Yeah, and that has never had it. So has I has never tested positive. They've never tested positive. Yeah, let me let me clarify. She well, she has never te- she's never tested positive for antibodies, nor has she ever tested positive post being sick. Sure. You know, so she either never caught it, she either never caught or it, or she caught it and never blinked. Never, yeah, or asymptomatic. And Connor, you know, he um, around Christmas time, I think it was, whenever it was that we went to St. Augustine, we all came back, and that was we were all sick. Um, with a stomach bug, which is completely unrelated. But either way, Connor got sick a little bit after that, like a day or two after the entire family got a stomach bug. And we went and got him COVID tested and stuff, and he didn't. I mean, granted, this is at this point, it's December. You know, it's not June or July. Yeah. So, but, uh, you know, I've, I've yet to get him a, a an antibodies test. So it's hard to, to speak of that. So really. it's um, very... Um, I'm very thankful yeah. that you and I both, you know, we made it out the other end. We made it out the other end yeah. without, without serious complications and without spreading it to anybody, but you, sorry, you know, I apologize so, for that. So I will say, so, I mean, we're, we're <laughs> there were, when I was sick, I never harbored any ill will towards you. I was like, I'm a guy that I was not, I was being precautious, but I wasn't completely isolating myself right and i knew there were risks sure when i had the heart palpitations you're like there were moments where guy. i was like i wish chris i was annoyed that chris was not in my thought process was why wasn't chris more in tune with his body why do you think that was allergies and not illness so there was a frustration <sighs> no, there. no no yeah, yeah and it went away you know like I got I got better. I mean, I can't. This is after the fact. Like I'm bitching after the fact, you know. But there there were feelings there. I'd no, be, I'd be like this, like fuck, you know. And that's how you was. felt. Imagine how my wife felt. The reaming that I got from Mrs. Vu. In what regard for the for putting her in the okay. moment I got the, the antibody test, antibody test, or you know, the, I don't need blood. Yeah, and um, and it was quasi confirmed. Fuzzy. Yeah. Um. And I sent her a screenshot of that, dude. You know, Stacey's very she's she's literally the best. She's demure, the best person who's ever entered my life. Like I, I it's she's unbelievably patient. But and there are very few times, and when she does get upset about something, I know it's serious, right? Like the 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 sort of reaming that I got about my irresponsibility for that is. It's one of those things that I'll never. So I think never big, do again, I think the know? big like to me, uh, it's a very simple lesson, um, is that, and this com- this applies to jujitsu. I think it especially applies, at jujitsu, it, it, it applies to jujitsu and applies to, you know, the workforce. If any of you, you, I, I'm not, I'm addressing if anybody. You. If anyone is feeling, is feeling ill, stay home. Stay the fuck home. Stay home. Chill out. Take time for yourself and recover. Go, go listen. Whether to the, it's a cold, yeah. whether it's whether it's COVID, it you know it doesn't matter. Um, the work will always be there. It, it, it Business sure is was. not going to go is not going to go under. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to lose all of your skill. It's it's much better that you prioritize your health and getting better over 
But that's satisfying a, a nine to five. So or, because you never know. No, you don't. If you have something a little more serious that could actually negatively impact the people in that environment oh, as dude, well. Like when, cause it, you know, we, we spent that father's day, like we were at the park and stuff and staying distance and whatnot. And you know, just the thought of like, if I had handed something to my father-in-law or mother-in-law or something and I had got, I had, I mean, this was at the time, this just is, again, yeah, again, yeah, setting yeah. the stage where people would go see like elderly loved ones and, and, and stand you'd be with a saran wrap between them. You know, yeah, like, like they'd be on the inside, you'd be on the outside, they'd sit in the garage and be like, hi, Nana, you know, yeah, like, yeah, I'm, like in, I'm in the, or I'm in the, excuse me, the driveway, not the garage, I'm in the driveway and they're kind of Yeah, we did porch. like a drive-by Easter or something. You know, I mean, this like, is the kind of stuff people were doing. I'm not saying everyone was doing this, but this was definitely yeah, being we done. Yeah, we were trying to do that, you know, like, at, you know, we're definitely, <sighs> but it, it's, the jujitsu will still be there too. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, don't, you know, but that's, that speaks to a little bit about our culture. And I mean, I don't want to get super political about it, but like at the time, you know, just the, a lot of people, not that I, I, I could have very well stayed home, you know, because I have a job that would have allowed me to do that. And I have the, the means to do that. Uh, you know, like a lot of people couldn't have done that, you know, and, and there is something to the, the sort of like Protestant work, work ethic of like, you just put your head down and go to work that, as long as you're people. not, as long as you're not potentially jeopardizing those around you. I mean, and, and we, all, we should all be and, a little bit less selfish in that sense. But there's also you don't think that there's a stigma in culture where, like, oh, you're a little bitch if you you feel sick. You know, I mean, I, I mean, the, the, the landscape was considerably I mean, I came different. Back and Paul and Victor said they made fun of me the day before, like they made a Zoolander reference, like I got the black lung, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Victor's like I love my boy, but he's getting soft. It's like whatever, man. Like they can say that, but it's like no, it, but you're doing the responsible thing. Like, yeah, I'm going to come back when I feel better. So exactly. I had a cold. You know, I don't know how much I'm shedding a virus. I don't know how contagious yeah, I could be, but. You know, yeah. I'd love to train, but the other thing is like, I'm not feeling that hot anyway. So it's like, am I going to enjoy jujitsu? Right. You know, I, to me, you know, if you're, if you feel well, but you still are sick, I think that's a little rarer. I think generally it's like when you, if you feel crummy, that's your body telling you something. So basically I'm just saying, um, put yourself first a little more, um, and just exercise common sense. Exercise you know? common sense. Is, yeah. I mean, like, put yourself first, but actually, I mean, if you, need, you actually need to flip that. You're putting like, yourself first, but you're also putting, putting your community first. For, and, yeah, like, it's, And what I mean by community is it's your, your gym partners, your teammates. Your coworkers. Your coworkers. Your family. <laughs> whatever that may be. Um, when, when it comes to family at home, it's, I think, a little different. Like, whenever I've dated girlfriends, to me, there's kind of an understanding. Like, if she gets sick, I'm getting sick. Or if I and that's take, it's funny that you and that's that sort of a, that Stacy's getting over a cold right now, and all this time she's you know she's like avoiding like drinking out the same cup. I'm like, honey, we're I mean we're fucking that's good. Married. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying don't it's take good. any precautions, but you just accept that oh there's yeah, a higher yeah. likelihood because we're literally sleeping in the same bed. And generally, what will happen is before you realize that person's sick they'll have already given it to you. Exactly. Because you're the incubation period. And I, I don't, I'm not generally fucking, you're most contagious yeah. early on. Right. I still, me personally believe that a lot of that is from people not being in tune with symptoms. So I don't, I think the likelihood of people, this is me 
this is not, you know, this is, there's no evidence to support this. This is just my opinion. But I'd like to believe that if, if the general population was more in tune with their bodies, yes, less illness would spread because those people would not be, no, excuse me, if they're more in tune with their body and they decide to isolate as a result of oh, noticing yeah. differences, I mean, you know, but I think a lot of people would isolate if they felt they were sick. Do you I think, think that a lot of people aren't in tune with their bodies? Yes. In the sense that like... That's what I'm saying. I mean, Because like, I, think, I think two things. I think overall health is not as good as it as it could be. Sure, it's definitely so not I think optimal. people people a lot of people go through life might not feeling what optimal even feels like whether yes. it's because they their homeostasis over- is always shit, right? Like Exactly. Yeah, that, that, you know, that, that, whether I, it's dietary, whether it's um, obesity related. So it's like they always have the lingering whatever. headache. Now it's a little bit worse. They don't realize, right? Like as a matter of degree. Exactly. Like, so their baseline might be off anyway. Yeah. And they might just not be in tune with things also. But oh, I think and, and people also, I mean, like, I, I, I talk about this all the time. Let's put it this way. CCs. I don't, like, sorry to interrupt. No. But I'm just going to say, like, just take, just take drinking. You go out and have a few extra drinks. You have a hangover. That's, that could mask a potential six. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean? Like, oh, I, I chalked it up to having a hangover. And people who don't. I think a lot of people like just in speaking of in terms of being attuned with your body, people who don't aren't this sounds like super elitist, but like you and I, for example, can differentiate between things like the muscle ache, the, the general fatigue and muscle aches that we felt during COVID versus like soreness pain. from exercise. Yeah, like people can't differentiate between the two. I think no, I think everyone no, everyone can. I don't think they can, man. No, like, no. Everyone is capable of doing it. Oh, yeah, yeah, Whether yeah, they yeah, can but, on the spot. Yeah, they don't recognize it, though. Like, whether it's lack of experience. Like, I think, like anything, dude, just think about a pitcher. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, yeah. Like, they're so in tune with their arms. Sure. Because they use it all the time. Right? So, people that are more active are going to be more in tune with how their body feels because they use it. If you're more sedentary, you're maybe not going to be in tune with it as right. much. Because you're not using it. So... Um, I think everyone's capable of it. I think lifestyle and habits play a role into how much sure, knowledge masking, you have. Masking things is a very good way of you, you describing so it. So that 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 kind of there. So um, guys, get exercise. Do jujitsu. Jujitsu is awesome. And, and if you're sick, fucking stay off the mats. And if you feel ill or you feel questionable, just you know, pop in a DVD and and watch Danaher. Listen, listen to Friedman and Danaher. Yeah, that'll easily occupy three and a half hours of your time. Yeah. So that's the other thing. We are at a time. Where your ability to waste time is at an all-time high. If you ever yes. wanted to go, if I mean, you know, if you feel guilty about plugging into the matrix and looking at screens all day when you're sick, there's your excuse. Oh yeah, and you're still staying engaged hit the fast with for- jujitsu to hit the fast forward button through. T- it's yeah. Like, oh, I want to get through this quickly as possible. My man, put on put on HBO Max, Netflix, oh, yeah. and just, watch that Snyder cut. Just bl- yeah, dude, like. Snyder Cut plus or play Friedman, video games. that's seven and a half hours. Yeah, right there. <laughs> that's a, you know, that's a work day. So you just, yeah, give your eyes a break from now and again, but, you know, like, do what you got to do to get through the time and, yeah. and let your body recover. You will. You will. They aren't the most so, pleasant minutes. So you can distract yourself with that. You don't easily. have to. You don't have to sit there. Hell, you can watch the, uh, enter the system and be, and you'll, you'll eight pass hours, the two, eight two hours a chunk. Quarantine. Eight hours a chunk. So. You can come back a Jedi Master. <laughs> yeah. I got COVID. I came back. <laughs> it's like that that meme of like I've started the uh, 
it's like the meme of the guy sitting there watching TV and he's like popping something into the DVD player and he's like, and today we be, we begin to enter the system and then like it reaches the end of time and it's like, now you have now, like, <laughs> and it's like, like trees of like, you know, like it's the apocalypse. So as we, as we wind down, cause we have to get ready for class. Yeah, man. Um, as a result of more recently having a couple colds back to back, which was very frustrating. God. It's like, so, I'm like, my body's Saharan letting me down. Dust is I'm like Joe air, Rogan. Man. My body's letting me down. Like, I need some of that. What is it? The, the vampire blood, the youth blood that he says the elites are. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the, 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 the social no, elites no. are staying young and youthful. What's funny because by, like by Hillary Clinton looks like shit. So like, how is it possible that like <laughs> Mickey Rourke drinking the great for a day? <laughs> yeah, <he's>, like, <laughs> is, is he four <laughs> hundred? Like, because he looks great for four hundred. Anyway, um, I watched Adrena, some, Adrena I watched Adrena a television series. Adrenocrine, huh? Adrenocrine, Adren- <laughs> Adrenocrawl, or something. so. I uh, I've started watching Black Sails. Very good. For if you want to con- black, if, black, black sales. sales, so if you're into if you like Game of Thrones, you oh. might like this is Game of Thrones Pirate Edition, so it's 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 got Blackbeard and Captain Flint and it's is it, it all kinds of backstabbery. There's a little more political intrigue than than swashbuckling goodness, but it's a good show, okay. good production values, four four seasons. Where's it available? Stars. Stars. So it's going to be. Oh, so there's going to be all kinds of all oh, kinds of there's nudity a, and there's stuff. There's a brothel stages. Is a brothel is all a right. main set. Sign piece. me up. Yeah. No, there's plenty of that. All right. Um, but the show that I watched, that I heard good things about, Invincible. forced myself to watch. Yes. You, did you not read the comic? No. Okay. Episode two. We'll talk. Well, that's a, that, that's. We're going to talk about the whole thing because I. Then, it's so good. Uh, so after I watched the so first subversive. season. So subversive. The first season. Phenomenal. Yes. Absolutely phenomenal. Kirkman, that dude, man. And then I then went the deep plunge of what was the whole story arc. So now I, I got the spoilers oh, on where it's going to go. Oh, man, you ruined it for yourself. No, that's fine. No, because I think, well, I ruined watching the show, but I couldn't wait at that point. Okay. I mean, but it's I, very, I, 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 I have I, them if you want to borrow them. Oh, you have the whole series? Yeah. Oh, I will, I will read that. I have it up to Viltrumite War. And, um, okay. Um, so anyway. Oh, yeah, 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 spoilers. Sorry. Yeah. Very um, so good. If you like the boys, you'll like this. If you don't like no, the boys, if you if you love superhero, because dude, when Invincible first came out, it was bar. None. I'm more excited about this than Jujitsu. Um, it was bar none the best superhero comic on the market. Period. At it the same still time, might Kirkman be one was day. doing The Walking Dead, which was blowing up too. This was shortly, yeah. There were, you know, it was when he, he started was writing this. both at the same time. Yeah, correct, and and also fucking. So the thing about in, Wolfman, in, which Invincible, so which is so good, is that, um, fr- from a series point of view, the fact that's animated allows anything you can imagine to happen. Yeah, at it's, the same budget. Yeah, so I know it's a cost to do animation. But when you do Infinity War, it's like, oh shit! Now I have this big CG. You thing. have all That's these expensive. Yeah. The actors that yeah, well, I could do anything. So with this, it's but the like, actors on this are also top. Well, the notch. cast is amazing. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, in terms of whether they're two characters talking or we're going to do something you could never imagine happening. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The special the effects cost. budget is it's the same is, cost. Yeah. It's, whatever the cost for doing an animated film. So um, it took me a while to like the animation because it seemed crudish at first. It's uh, very, but I don't know. The comic is, it's almost spot on with, oh, I with guess, Corey yeah. Walker's art. Like, and Ryan, 
So no, it's actually more Rhino. Either way. Point being, um, so good. Check it out. Super violent. It's not a, for kids. It's not for kids. It's super violent, and it is more thought provoking yeah. than most regular TV shows. And it's extreme. It's you know how Stranger Things was like extremely familiar but different. Yes. I feel as though like Invincible is the perfect example of you've you've seen this before, but it's different, right? Like, it's been put together in a completely different a way, very different rearranged. Way. Yeah, it's so, so it's very it's a, well done, and uh, highly recommend you watch season one on, on so Amazon. Good. Yeah, and uh, yeah, maybe we'll talk about that next time. Jupiter's Legacy too. You know, you know, sign up on that. Is that the one on on Netflix? Netflix? Yeah. So Victor told me he watched it. He said. They had some good threads, but he said they they couldn't stick the landing on anything. Really? Yeah, that was his I, opinion. Because I, I I'm not familiar. I do like Mark Miller and Frank Quitely. Mm-hmm. I've not read the comic, but I like anything Miller writes. Is I mean, he's sort of like the the Kirkman. Like he he doesn't write a bad story, really. You know, he's really good at writing a a big summer blockbuster. And I feel as though that this is his opus on that. I mean, like he's he's basically responsible for the MCU. Mm-hmm. Like his version of the Avengers called the, the Ultimates from the Ultimate Universe is the framework by which Kevin Feige and those guys. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, like we wouldn't have Sam Jackson as Nick Fury without Mark Miller. Yeah. So like he's he's this is his his analog for for Justice League and whatnot and sort of like the mantles and whatnot. So that's why I, I'm all if if you're doing some sort of uh, DC reimagining, I'm I'm all for that. Uh-huh. So. So yeah, invincible guys, check it out. Uh, so Chris? on our Patreon, when we start reviewing television shows, oh yeah, <laughs> just like every other nerd group in the yeah, you know, for a small fee, for a small fee, you'll get the full reaction video, yeah. or you can watch the ten minute edited version on YouTube for free. <laughs> yeah. But um, Chris, look forward to class. Yeah, we got to change. We'll catch everyone else down the road. Thank you for listening.